The Productive Woman, Episode 34. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Once again, thank you for joining me. I look forward to spending this time with you. In this episode, we'll be talking about mentoring, what it is, why we need it, and a little bit of how to do it. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 34. This episode is brought to you by Doodle, an online service that simplifies scheduling meetings of two or more people. Check out Doodle's great features by visiting theproductivewoman.com slash doodle. And before we get into the main topic, I do want to take just a second to say again, thank you and uh, give you a reminder Thanks to the support of listeners and friends who nominated us, The Productive Woman is a finalist in the 10th Annual Podcast Awards. And I honestly was flabbergasted to learn this a couple weeks ago, and it's really all thanks to you. I am excited that several other Noodle Mix Network podcasts also are finalists, and I'm really proud to be in such good company. So thank you. Thank you for your part in getting us to this point. I would very much appreciate your support in the voting. These awards are determined by votes of listeners. You can go to theproductivewoman.com slash podcast awards to see a very short video that explains how and where to vote. And if you want to, you can sign up there to show your support and and get little short daily reminders to vote. Uh, Again, thank you so much for your support. It means the world to me. Now, I've had it on my list for quite a while to talk about mentoring for women on this show. And this is an offshoot of one of the, the main reasons, really, that I launched The Productive Woman, and that's to explore and talk about and maybe find ways to address the fact that it It seems so many women feel isolated and alone in their efforts to, you know, live that life that matters and become the person they want to be. And and it seems like a lot of us wish there was someone to come alongside us in the areas that we want to learn and grow in. This was especially triggered and kind of came to the forefront for me when I read a book a few weeks ago that talked about mentoring in depth. The book wasn't about mentoring. It's actually a a book called How to Be a Christian Without Going to Church by a a woman named Kelly Bean. But she has a whole section about mentoring in general, not just for women. And it, it really resonated with me and led me to do a little more investigation and thinking. And I wanted to share some thoughts on it with you and get your feedback on the concept and and the sort of practical reality of how it works. So a little background, you know, first of all, what is a mentor? And I looked it up as I, as I always do. I'm a lawyer, so words matter to me. Um, I looked it up in the dictionary as a starting point and found, you know, the definitions were some, things like an experienced and trusted advisor. Um, synonyms for it are guide, guru, consultant, The verb to mentor means to advise or train someone, especially a younger colleague. 
Another dictionary says a mentor is someone who teaches or gives help and advice to a less experienced and often younger person or a trusted counselor or guide. Now, as we'll discuss in a minute, though, the modern version of mentoring in practice is much more than just a wise older person giving advice to a younger novice, and we'll look at that in a, a few minutes. But also in, in putting all of this in context, I want to distinguish between a mentor uh, that's, you know, as we've, I've just defined it, and a sponsor who is one who actively advocates for you, such as at work or in an organization to help you advance in your career or your volunteer, you know, in leadership, that sort of thing. And also distinguish between a mentor and a role model who is a person you admire or look up to and may not even have a relationship with. Mentorship, uh, you know, having a mentor, there's all kinds of literature about how important it is in a lot of different contexts. One article I read cites Oprah Winfrey's eulogy for her mentor, Maya Angelou, the poet. And um, Oprah attributed so much of her personal growth over the years to Maya's mentorship. But, and there's a Harvard Business Review study that shows that employees who are mentored uh, advance farther and, who, and actually make more money than those who are not mentored. So there's, um, in, in the professional context, context certainly uh, there is a recognized importance to mentorship. In my own life, there have been women who've come alongside me, particularly when I was younger, to help me grow and learn in various areas. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but uh, it was interesting to me as I was reading about this, and this is kind of consistent with my perception in, in over the years that it seems that women feel kind of isolated and unsupported a lot of times. Um, a lot of, there were several articles that um, kind of supported that, saying women apparently have a much harder time finding mentors than men do. There was a 2012 survey cited in one of the articles that said 63% of women in their workplace have never had a formal mentor. Uh, but it goes on to say, and s several articles also uh, uh, said the same thing, that one big reason that so many women don't have mentors professionally is that they're often uncomfortable asking for mentorship. So where apparently uh, men are willing to go approach someone in power or someone, you know, in their field and ask for mentorship, women tend not to do that. And, you know, there's not time to go into why. But there will be several articles, uh, the links for them in the show notes for this episode if you want to do a little further investigation. I thought it was really kind of interesting. Now, what a mentor is not is someone who is going to make your career or your personal growth happen. That's not what mentorship is about. And it, it, you know, it's not a situation where you go find somebody who's just going to make it all happen for you. They're there to give you the benefit of their wisdom, their experience, their knowledge, and help you in your growth, whether it's professional or otherwise. But 
you still have to do the work. We, we are responsible for our own careers, our own personal growth, our own development in whatever areas we're looking for that to happen. Why would you need a mentor and, and where? And a lot, there's a lot of uh, literature, a lot of articles written about mentorship in the professional context the, um, you know, finding someone to help you grow and learn in whatever your chosen field is uh, and grow professionally. And that's certainly one of them. This is what people most often think of when they think about mentorship is growth and advancement in your career. But mentorship may be valuable as well in your personal growth or your spiritual growth, in uh, your role as a wife, as a mother, in making a home. Uh, you may want to find a mentor in a specific skill or interest area, uh, gardening, sewing, public speaking, uh, leadership, time management, golf, I don't know, a anything that you want to learn and grow in, there's somebody out there who knows how and may well be willing to come you know, spend time with you and share what they know how to do. So I guess what I'm trying to encourage us to think about in, um, in this, in, in the topic of mentorship is, is broadening it beyond just the professional guide and counselor into all areas of, um, of life. And Kelly Bean in the, the book I mentioned, how to be a Christian without going to church, talks about the importance of mentors and the different kinds of mentors, what she calls upward mentors, either direct or indirect. And I'll talk about that again in a minute, uh, what these terms mean. She talks about horizontal mentors and downward mentors. Um, and so the direct mentors are those who've had a positive influence on your life, been actually you've had some sort of interaction with them and they've helped you become who you are today. Indirect mentors may be, um, she describes those as significant influences outside the sphere of those you've actually met or known personally. So as an example, uh, you know, a particular author whose writings have been really meaningful to you or a poet or artist. Horizontal mentors are those current friends in your life with whom you mutually share on a really deep level. And, um, you know, so it's, you're kind of on the same level, a peer level. And then finally, she talks about downward uh, mentoring. And those are people in your life you currently offer some of your experience to or could begin to offer your experience to. We're going to talk in a minute briefly about a process that um, she describes in that book that I thought was really uh, interesting and, and really helpful for me and in thinking about how to apply this to my life. Some of the benefits of having a mentor are accountability. Uh, sometimes some of us are motivated more to do something because we know someone is checking in on us than we might do it uh, just if nobody's looking or, you know, we're not reporting to anybody. Uh, so accountability can be really powerful and helpful in us helping us grow in whatever area we're trying to grow in. We certainly, obviously, can gain the benefit of another person's knowledge and experiences. We can develop our skills, including communication skills, and develop confidence in our abilities over the, the course of a mentoring relationship. 
we can gain a new perspective and learn to see things from the point of view of someone who sees things differently from us, particularly if it's intergenerational mentoring um, or cross-cultural mentoring. There's so much growth that can happen just in getting the perspective of somebody who sees things just a little differently. And one of the benefits um, that can come sort of an intangible maybe is just in developing a relationship of whatever type of, of mentoring, there's this the sense of feeling heard, of feeling cared for, of, of being special in some way to someone. And and again, I'm not I'm not suggesting that a mentor, say a professional mentor, is you know going to become best buddies and they're going to be you know baking you cookies and stuff. But still, the the process of developing this kind of relationship where somebody is pouring their life into you can help you, um, help us feel more, I, I don't know a better way to say it, but feel heard and feel that somebody is uh, paying attention to who we are and how we're growing. And finally, there's, you know, another, another benefit is just simply enlarging your circle of friends. So there are a number of benefits that can come from a mentor, from having a mentor. On the other end of the, uh, the other side of it, why should you be a mentor? What, what might be the benefits of being a mentor to somebody else? And, and I want to say that I, I do firmly believe every one of us is qualified to be a mentor in the sense that I'm talking about to somebody, no matter where you are in your journey, you have something to share that someone else can benefit from and probably is hungry to learn and hear. And so I, I think that all of us can be, maybe should be not only looking for people to mentor us in various areas, but also be aware of the needs around us in the, in the women that we come in contact with and be aware that we have something to contribute as well. So what are the benefits that we might get? Certainly the satisfaction of giving back, of contributing both to one woman's success and growth, and, you know, perhaps also contributing to the expansion of the influence of women in your field professionally or in a volunteer organization or whatever. Uh, professionally, it may, or again, in a volunteer organization, if you're mentoring other women, can help you develop and retain the talent uh, you know, talented women at your company or your organization, whatever it might be. So there's that uh, real satisfaction that can come from from doing that, from giving back in that way, giving to somebody else. Another benefit, and and you know, this is kind of an important one, I think. Um, enhance your own skills. Sometimes the best way to learn and grow or develop or to solidify what we know is to teach it to somebody else. Um, and you can also develop your leadership and teaching skills, which can increase your own confidence as you see someone else um, growing and benefiting as you learn to communicate what you know to that person. Just like we said on the other side, uh, as a mentor, you get the benefit of gaining a new perspective when the person you're mentoring questions maybe your conclusions or your approach or sees things differently than you do. Uh, there's something so valuable, again, in interacting on a regular basis with people who 
are of a different age, a different socioeconomic group, a different cultural group. Learning to see things uh, from a different perspective is just invaluable. And finally, and not that there aren't others, but the last one I came up with on my list is, again, to increase your circle of friends and expand your world a little bit that way. So if mentoring is a good thing, and I, I really think it is uh, on both sides of the equation, how, and, and there are so many benefits to be gained from it, how do you find a mentor or find someone to mentor? Uh, well, there are certainly organizations formed specifically to connect women for mentorship relationships. There, uh, there's a number of them that I came up, uh, came across just in Googling them, and I haven't been personally involved in any of these organizations, but just in looking, like I said, I just Googled mentoring for women, and among those that I found were uh, an organization called the Mentoring Women's Network. There is uh, Titus II, which is a faith-based program for mentoring women and for helping equip women to mentor other women. There was an uh, organization called the Wing to Wing Women's Mentoring Project and another one called Million Women Mentors. Some, are these, some of these are more professionally uh, oriented and some of them are more personal growth type of thing. There'll be links for all of these in the show notes uh, at, again, that's at theproductivewoman.com slash 34. So that's one way if, you know, you don't see somebody in your immediate vicinity uh, that you can maybe get some training and or connection with women who want to be mentored in your field or who will mentor you in your professional field or in other ways. There are other processes or other steps you can take toward finding or and, you know, identifying potential mentors in in your circle, and uh, thought there were some really good suggestions in an article from HuffPost called, If You Think You Don't Need a Mentor, Think Again, and uh, that's, there will be a link in the show notes. And they suggest starting by determining for yourself what skills you need to develop and utilize. And so thinking about your goals, and you know, all the times we've talked about that in past episodes, what what your goals are, your objectives, what you want to accomplish with your life, uh, then ask yourself, what skills do I need to develop in order to reach those goals? And then go out, you know, and look around you for a mentor who has those skills. If in a professional context, um, this article, the, the writer of this article recommends that you make sure she holds a place of power in her industry which will mean that she has the skill, the experience, and sort of a, a blueprint that was successful for her that you can translate into achieving that that level as well. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But that's a recommendation by this writer. Um, the, the article also recommends that you expand your network and keep in mind that you might have to look outside your current connections for a mentor. So participate in activities and events that let you meet new people uh, and, and identify, maybe come in contact with people who have the skills and the know-how you seek. Obviously, if you say you're wanting to um, learn to have, maybe on a spiritual, for spiritual growth, you want to 
grow and develop in your ability to um, pray and study the Bible? Well, you'd probably want to look around your church for a woman who who you feel like uh, is strong in those areas and be willing to approach her and ask her if she'd spend some time mentoring you and let you learn from her in those areas. Similarly, professionally, if there's particular skills that you want to develop in your profession, look around your company and see, is there someone who you think is really good at this thing you need to learn to do in order to achieve your goals? Or maybe you don't know what the skills are you need to, to learn, but you want to achieve something that you see someone else in your company has achieved. So go to her and say, hey, you know, can I buy you lunch? Can we spend some time talking? I'd like to learn how, what, what steps you took to get to the position you're in, what skills you think are important and how, how I can, um, how I can develop those skills and achieve something similar to you. And so then, you know, again, ask, remember the, the articles I mentioned talk frequently about how so few women, such a small percentage of women actually have uh, form a, a real mentoring relationship because they're less likely to ask for it. I, I, I would venture to say that most women are happy to be mentors, but they don't want to impose their themselves on you. And so, you know, take, take a risk and, and go ask. Um, you know, like I said, just, just start off by asking, is there a time we could get together? Can I buy you lunch, buy you coffee? And I, I'd just like to get a little advice. And, and then when that meeting is over, see if you can, if, if it clicked, see if you can schedule another time and to get together and so on. Uh, another thing that I, I, I've sort of alluded to already, but for um, more, I want to kind of focus on for a minute is to think bigger and deeper about the concept of mentoring. It's not just what you can get by being mentored. It's also about giving back on various levels. And it might not be just a person who's going to come along and help you shape a perfect life. It might actually be a number of people that are mentoring you and you're mentoring in specific areas. And so this is where the process in this book, uh, uh, How to Be a Christian Without Going to Church by Kelly Bean, and I, I will have a link to this in the show notes, uh, I, the process she outlines was really uh, helpful to me. And I want to just take just a couple minutes to sort of summarize it. But I encourage you to have a look at this book. And I'm not trying to proselytize anybody. This, this chapter is worthwhile, whether you have any faith interest or not. The process is kind of the same. And so here's how she describes it in, in a nutshell. Again, she goes into much greater, uh, a better explanation in the book. She says, get a big piece of paper and you want it to be big, at least 14 by 22. She says you can tape together four regular size pieces of paper and, and to create this big thing. Uh, small one inch sized um, sticky notes in five different colors and a Sharpie pen. And so then you gather these materials and, and you start by spending some time reviewing your life and thinking of all the people who've been in your life, who've influenced your life positively and helped you become the person you are. These are the direct mentors. These might be family members, teachers, coaches, 
start, she says, back at an early age and move forward, choose one of the colors of sticky note and write one name on each, uh, you know, each name on a separate sticky note of that same color as you think of them and then set those aside. Then the next step is to think of other significant influences in your life, whether it's authors, artists, poets, musicians, whatever, people that have had, uh, you, you, you haven't met them, but their words, their art, whatever has had an influence on your thinking and the person you've become. These are the indirect mentors. You choose a different color of these little one-inch stickies and write one name uh, as you think of them on each, uh, each name on a separate sticky. Then the next step is to think of the horizontal mentors. And these are those current friends, close friends that you are able to share deeply with um, in a mutual way. Think of who those are and choose a third color of the stickies. And as you think of those people, write uh, each name on a separate sticky in that third color. And then the next step is to identify the people in your life that you're currently sharing some of your life and experience with, um, or and or identify people in your life that you could begin to do that with. Um, these are people that maybe you have some experience that they can learn from. Choose a fourth color of the stickies, and as you think of these people, uh, you write each name on a separate sticky. Now, you're not necessarily going to have equal numbers of all of these things, but that's part of this exercise. You may realize you're overbalanced in one and you're, you're lacking people in your life in another area. This is about sort of expanding the vision a little bit. And the final uh, step of the review then, she says, is to consider what you might like to be mentored in, um, you know, specific skills or topics or whatever. Don't think about who might do it, just the topics. And you choose that fifth color of the stickies and write each topic on a separate sticky. Then you take your big sheet of paper horizontally and put it on the table you use the Sharpie to draw a big X in the center going from one corner to the next. And then you'll draw a horizontal and vertical axis with um, uh, that sort of it all meets in the center of the paper. And she has a drawing of this on page 90 of the paperback version of the book that I saw. You write your name in the center. Uh, and, and then what you're going to do is... Um, separate out these stickies, okay? So the people that were the, um, the direct mentors, those go in the top of the thing, in the upward part of the paper. The people that have been your um, indirect influences or your indirect mentors also go up in that top part. So one on the left, one on the right. The people who are um, the horizontal mentors, the people that your peers, your close friends, those go on the right and left. And the uh, people who you are currently mentoring to some extent or perhaps could mentor, those go in the bottom. And then she goes on in the book and you look at those and maybe you look at your topics and you look at all of these people and think, is there someone in this, you know, in the upper half or the, or the horizontal half that perhaps could uh, mentor you in those topics or those skills that you're looking to grow in. 
I, I, you know, I'm not going to do the whole outline of the of the process, but that's the starting point of it is to give you sort of a visual representation of the possibilities in your life. Uh, and I just thought it was very helpful. And again, I encourage you to get the book, even if it's just for uh, for that chapter. Some guidelines for mentoring relationships, and I'm you know real quickly because I don't want to uh, take much more of your time. One of the articles, couple articles, I said that uh, I read said that um, up to eighty percent of traditional mentoring relationships fail within the first six months, and there are a number of reasons for this, but some of it. Um, the, the one article says, are due to generational differences uh, and differences in expectations. And so some of the steps that uh, are recommended to make it work better and be more successful is to start by knowing what you want. Why do you want this relationship and what do you want to get out of it? And this is true for both the mentor and the person being mentored. Do you want a structured um you know, set meeting times each week and structured discussion or a more non-structured? Do you want to study a book and talk about it? Do you just want to meet for coffee and a chat? Do you want to, I had, I've had in the past a woman who taught me how to sew by having me bring my sewing machine over and she'd sew her stuff and I'd sew mine and she'd show me when I got to something I didn't know how to do. You know, that, that, that was a mentoring relationship that was important to me. Uh, are you going to be focusing on a particular area or have broader, you know, just sort of personal growth kinds of conversations? The important thing is to communicate openly about what your wants are, what your expectations are, what your limitations are. Uh, it's probably worthwhile and probably going to be important to commit to a regular meeting time. Whatever works for the two of you. It doesn't necessarily have to be every week. You can simply... You know, you schedule one meeting, and uh, when that meeting, at the end of that meeting, you did look at your calendars and choose when the next meeting will be. But be committed to those times and make them a priority. Um, work to establish a rapport. The best mentoring relationships benefit both parties. Set goals and manage expectations. Again, what do you hope to accomplish? How do you prefer to communicate? By email, by texting, uh, a phone calls in between meetings, how, how do you want to do this? Do your homework. If part of the agreement, if part of the plan is to read or discuss certain books or articles, you know, honor that commitment by doing so and be prepared with your thoughts and questions. And expect to learn from each other. It really shouldn't be one-sided. It doesn't have to be a wise guru speaking to a know-nothing novice. Um, also from the one HuffPost article that I mentioned earlier, um, if you're the one being mentored, be humble. You're, it's important that your mentor knows what your talents and capabilities are, but to some extent you need to be prepared to set those aside and spend your time listening and learning. If she gives you negative feedback, um, take it in stride and listen to it. And even if you disagree, Think about it, give yourself time to internalize it, and look at it as an opportunity for you to get better. You will grow faster that way. Um, and have fun. It doesn't have to be formal and business-like all the time. You know, the idea is to develop a real, honest, and transparent, and trusting relationship, and that'll be more rewarding for both of you. 
there's so much more that we could talk about, but I'm already, you know, beyond the time that I normally allocate uh, to take of your time for this. And so uh, we'll leave it there for now. Um, sometimes I guess I think the most important thing that's missing in modern life for, for us as women is personal one-on-one -on -one connection with other people, learning and growing and sharing together. It, it can feel like we're just sort of floundering alone with no guidance and no support as we try to grow and become the person we want to be. And developing intentional relationships through mentoring is one way to address that lack. So what do you think? H have you had a mentor or more than one now or in the past who's made a difference in your life? H how did you find her or, or him? I've had uh, male mentors in my professional life. How did the relationship work? I would really love to hear your thoughts on this topic uh, and get your feedback that hopefully we can share with the community and talk about again in future episodes. So please feel free to share your questions or your thoughts, uh, your experiences by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 34 and scroll down to the comments section. Or you can go to the Productive Woman Facebook page and share a comment there uh, so that we can discuss it as a community. As always, I always want to hear from you. There, are, Those are ways you can do it. Remember, you can also go either to theproductivewoman.com and find the voice message button there. There's also one on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Uh, so leave those voice messages. Or if you want to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email those to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. A uh, couple of quick things. Uh, as always, if, if you enjoy this podcast, if you think it's worthwhile, I would very much appreciate it if you would consider rating and reviewing, writing a short review of The Productive Woman in iTunes or on Stitcher. The links to subscribe or rate and review are available in the show notes, and I really appreciate the feedback. It helps me to know whether I'm on target with the podcast. It also helps it... Uh, be more available, uh, more visible for other women to find it and join the conversation. Uh, I do a couple more things before we wrap up. I do want to say again a quick thank you to our sponsor, Doodle. As I've said before, if you've ever had to schedule a meeting with a group of people, you know how frustrating and time-consuming it can be. If you try to do it by email, trying to you know get agreement on dates it can result in you know, dozens of emails back and forth trying to find something that works for everybody. Well, Doodle is an a, online scheduling tool that solves this problem. It makes it incredibly easy to schedule a meeting with two or more people. Uh, I'm one of over 24 million people who use Doodle each month, uh, and you can be too. You don't have to register. Getting started is very simple. To schedule a meeting, you simply go to the page or you can use the, an app on your on your smartphone Select some possible dates and times that, that you think might work simply by clicking on the little calendar grid there. Then you enter the emails of the people who need to participate and send it off. They can click a link and it brings them there where they can just click on which of the options you've suggested will work for them. And then in one glance, when they've all responded, you can look at this and see, okay, here are three options that work for everybody. These others don't work for any, for, you know, some of the people and you can quickly settle on a, on a date and time that works for everybody. 
It can be used to schedule things like business meetings, holiday parties, even just dinner with friends. Uh, the basic scheduling service is free. They also offer a personal, a free personal scheduling profile called Meet Me that looks pretty cool. And Premium Doodle is available starting at only $39 per year and offers some additional features like calendar integration, automatic reminders, and much more. Uh, so you can, as I said, get started for free by visiting doodle.com. Uh, Actually go to theproductivewoman.com slash doodle so they know that I sent you. And be sure to check out their iPhone and Android apps. Uh, scheduling does not have to be a pain. You can make it a simple and enjoyable experience using Doodle. Learn more at theproductivewoman.com slash doodle. And thank you so much to Doodle for supporting The Productive Woman. And finally, the last reminder, uh, if you're listening to this in before March 24th of 2015, you can still vote daily for The Productive Woman and the other Noodle Mix podcasts that are finalists in the 10th Annual Podcast Awards. So please go to theproductivewoman.com slash podcast awards or watch the two-minute video at the end of the show notes for theproductivewoman.com slash 34 to learn how you can vote. And again, you can vote once every 24 hours right up until March 24th. Thank you so much again for your support. And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I am so appreciative of you for spending this time with me. It means a lot to me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts on mentoring and mentorship for women. Uh, And I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.